This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn. Episode number 53, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but she runs the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Cassandra Vaughn here. Welcome to 2016 with She Runs the Show. I have to tell you, I am so excited to be back with the podcast. It has been a very, very long while. It has been a very, very long while. And one of my commitments this year, I don't do resolutions, but one of my commitments this year is to get She Runs the Show back to its normal weekly schedule consistently, persistently over time. So help hold me accountable to that. I would love your help if you could ping me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook if you don't see an episode up that week, like Monday Method is coming back next week. And then there will be an episode on Wednesday and there will be a Friday night inside on Friday. So three episodes a week. So ping me if you don't see an episode, just help hold me accountable. You know, as a coach, I focus on on being accountable with my clients and, and holding my students and my courses accountable for dealing with their fears, their issues, their actions, their desires. I would love for you to keep me accountable on the show because she runs the show is important. There's a lot that as women entrepreneurs, we need to discuss, we need to talk about. So I am so grateful to be entering into 2016, bringing she runs the show back and there will be some amazing guests coming up in February and March. So if you are new to the show, Let me take a minute and say thank you for listening. Time is money and money is time. So I appreciate you really listening to the show. The show is designed for women entrepreneurs, although I do have a lot of men who listen. Hello, my male entrepreneurs. Love you, love you, love you. Um, She Wants the Show is about doing two things. It's, It's about building businesses that thrive and relationships that rock. And I don't mean romantic relationships in general. I mean relationships of all kinds. That could be with business partners. That could be with colleagues. That could be with other entrepreneurs. You know, sometimes we get into our businesses and we're so gung-ho and focused that the only thing we know how to do is our business and we isolate. But the key to building and sustaining a business is really relationship. How do we connect with other people? Do we connect in a real way, in in an authentic way? And so the goal of this podcast is to help you learn how do you do both? How do you stay focused on your business? But how do you also, while you're creating that business that thrives, you are also keeping, maintaining, or building relationships that rock? So that's She Runs the Show if you're new to the show. If you're not new to the show... uh, Welcome back. I'm glad that you're listening and still here. So let me talk about the first podcast episode of 2016. And you know, I figured it would be good to talk about 2016 business goals because here we are. It's another year. You know, I don't know about you, but the last 12 months went by way too fast, which tells me that the next 12 months are going to go by way too fast. So today's show is a solo episode. And I want to talk to you about a new way to look at your 2016 business goals. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how do we reframe the way that we've been looking at goal setting and goal management. And by the end of this episode, you're going to learn why smart goals don't work. Uh, You know, smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound. Well, they don't work. We're gonna talk about why that is. The second thing by the end of this episode, you're going to learn is how to focus your attention on the business goals that really matter. You know, sometimes we're focused on periphery goals, 
when really we need to be focused on pivotal goals. And so we're going to talk about how do you focus on what, how do you even know what really matters in your business and how do you focus on that consistently, persistently over time. And then by the end of today's episode, you're also going to learn three simple questions you can ask yourself daily to get your business to where you want it to be by the end of the year. As I said before, a year goes by way too fast. I mean, way, 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 way too fast. And so we need to be vigilant and relentless about the questions that we ask ourselves, because if you want the right answers, you've got to begin by asking the right questions. And far too often in both business and life, we ask the wrong questions. And therefore, we get the wrong answers, which leads us down the wrong path. And then we have to start over again. And I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tired of starting over again in certain areas of my life. So let's begin to ask the right questions. Let's start with why smart goals don't work. Actually, you know what, I want to start by giving you a little bit of inspiration from one of my favorite books of all time called Warrior of the Light by Paolo Coelho. And it kind of relates to what today's topic is. But let me just give it to you. So uh, Warrior of the Light, Paolo Coelho is uh, the author of The Alchemist. So if you've read The Alchemist, you've read his work. But he also wrote this book called Warrior of the Light, short notes on accepting failure, embracing life, and rising to your destiny. And here's what he says in one of the excerpts from the book. The warrior of the light has the qualities of a rock. When he is on flat terrain, everything around him is in harmony and he remains stable. People can build their houses upon him and the storm will not destroy them. When, however, he is placed on a slope and the things around him show neither balance nor respect, then he reveals his strength. He rolls toward the enemy that is threatening his peace. At such moments, the warrior is a devastating force and no one can stop him. A warrior of the light thinks about both war and peace and knows how to act in accordance with the circumstances. And let me just repeat the last two portions of this, because this is what is really going to connect to how a new way to look at our 2016 goals. When, however, he is placed on a slope and the things around him show neither balance nor respect, then he reveals his strength. He rolls toward the enemy that is threatening his peace. At such moments, the warrior is a devastating force, and no one can stop him. A warrior of the light thinks about both war and peace and knows how to act in accordance with the circumstances. That last part is really important. Knowing, being able to think about both war and peace and knowing how to act in accordance with the circumstances. You know, the reason why SMART goals oftentimes, they don't work. Let's just be honest. Specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound is because of the last piece that I just read to in Warrior of the Light. SMART goals do not take into consideration that in your business, you're going to have times of war and you're going to have times of peace. And nothing about a SMART goal teaches you anything about how to behave according to the circumstances you're in, how to work around, how to contingency plan, how to change your mode of operation based on whether you are in a time in your business where there's war or you're a time in your business when there is peace. And guess what? You're going to have both. And so when we set these beautiful SMART goals and we're a time of peace in our business, everything is going well or it's a brand new business 
or we just assume that everything is going to continue to go well and we're going to hit our numbers and our goals every month, we're not taking into account the things that could go wrong. We're not taking into account the delays. We're not taking into account maybe we need to totally change strategies at some point, which you will. So the problem with SMART goals is that most of the time when you set a SMART goal and it's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound, you're doing it under ideal circumstances and you're basing your assumptions on ideal circumstances. And rarely in business will you have ideal circumstances. So clearly, you can see why that doesn't work. So the question becomes, if this is a new year for you, if you look at 2015 and you say, man, I didn't get all of my goals done last year, you know, you know, I didn't make as much money as I wanted to make. I didn't do as many webinars as I wanted to do. You know, for me, my goals last year, really I had one goal, which was to write 52 books, one ebook a week over 2015. That didn't happen. So I'm renewing that goal and saying, I'm going to write one ebook a week, 52 over 2016. But instead of setting that goal using the smart, uh, the smart, paradigm or model, which I did last year, I'm looking at this in a different way. So I want to share with you how I'm changing the way that I'm looking at my 2016 goals, because I want to hit them this year. I want to get to where I need to go. And I know that you want to do the same thing. So let's talk for a minute about how do you focus your attention on the business goals that really matter? Because I don't know about you, but I writing one ebook a week is only one of my business goals. That's not all of them. I've got a you know an upcoming huge launch in September for a major course called Achieve One Dream at AchieveOneDream.com. I've got another fear course that I'm currently creating from fear to power, which is, you know, I've slated that to be out in February. So I've got other goals. And if you're like me and you're an entrepreneur, you probably have multiple goals as well. And so how do you focus your attention on the business goals that really matter? And here's what it boils down to. Whole mind in present action. Whatever you are working on, let's say you have three major business goals for the year. A divided mind will produce divided action. If you want each of those goals to work out, if you want to hit success on each of them, first of all, you have to accept that this multitasking idea is a myth. It's a myth. Our brains don't even work that way. The research, research even proves that we humans don't multitask. We might do 15 seconds on one thing and 15 seconds on another and 15 seconds on, on another, but that is not multitasking. We actually focus on one thing at a time, even if it's four or five seconds. So, Let's just throw out this whole idea of multitasking. Let's also throw out the whole idea of sleeping two to three hours a night for an extended period of time. Your body will not operate well. You will not have clarity. You will not think clearly if you sleep very little for a long period of time. Will there be times when you'll have to do all-nighters? Probably. Will there be moments where it's long hours, long days, very little sleep? Probably. But you've got to plan your life so that those are sprints of work where you sleep less intermingled with your six to seven to whatever number of hours of sleep you need. Because at the end of the day, not only are you not effective on very little sleep, but there are some long-term repercussions that have to do with things like Alzheimer's and other diseases that if you don't sleep over a number of years will eventually come to your door. So if you want to focus your attention on the business goals that really matter, number one, you have to say to yourself, what by the end of this year, what do I want to say I've accomplished? And which of those goals are really going to take my life, my whole life, not just my financial life, not just my revenue life, not just my business life, my whole life to where I want to go? 
what goals are going to do that for me? Because you might have tons of goals related to branding and being on television shows and writing books and creating products. But will those things, if achieved by December 31st, 2016, will they really leave you feeling the way you want to feel, living the way you want to live, and doing the things that you were put here to do? See, once you put it in the perspective of meaning... Like, what will it mean to have achieved this? Then you get super clear on whether that is a business goal that really matters or just a business goal that you just want to say you got done. You know, it's nice to say, hey, I I wrote 52 ebooks in a a year. But if that's not tied to a deep why for me, A, I'm not going to get the goal done. And B, it's not really going to matter even if I do because it's not directly tied to my why. So any business goals that you are going after in 2016, they've got to be deeply connected to your why. And if they're not, you need to question them. And if you're not feeling like you could come to December 31st, 2016, and you could say, yeah, I did that. That was so important, not just for me, but for my clients, my customers. They needed this and I gave it to them. If you don't feel like that about a particular business goal, you better question it. And you better really figure out if that is a goal that is worthy of your time, your energy, and your effort. So that's, you know, this idea of putting whole mind into present action is very important when it comes to choosing your 2016 business goals. Now, here's the other piece, consistency. So you're going to hear me talk a lot about consistent, persistent over time, taking daily massive action. If you've listened to other episodes of She Runs the Show, you know that I beat the drum of massive daily action. So here are three simple questions that I want you to begin to ask yourself on a daily basis. And and my recommendation is that you do it in the morning and you do it at night. So you review it before you start your day. So it gives you focus to your day. But then you also review it at night to see where you where you were with that. So here are three simple questions that you can ask yourself daily to really make sure that A, you're really focused on the right business goals for 2016 and B, that you get there, you achieve the goals. You know, you don't talk about them, but you you actually achieve them. Here are the questions. Question number one, what do I want to produce in my business? This is an important question because it's not just about money. It's what do I want to produce in my business? What are what are the the tangible accomplishments that by the end of this year I want to say I produced in my business? It might be you want a certain number of followers on Instagram by the end of the year. It might be you want a certain number of webinars done um facilitated by you. It may be that you want a certain number of online courses up and ready to go. But what do you want to produce in your business? And you should be asking yourself this question every day. And here's the reason why you should ask it every day. Sometimes we have the jack of all trade syndrome that comes in. So if you begin to ask this question, and you notice that in one week, you say one thing, the next week, it's a new thing, the next week, it's a new thing. Like if you notice you keep flip flopping on what you want to produce in your business, that is a red flag that you need to stop. And you need to make sure that you are consistently and persistently pursuing your business goals because jack of all trades is not going to get you what you want. It's going to get you a whole lot of activity in a whole bunch of different areas, but nothing is going to be finished. So that is a good question to ask just to make sure that you are being consistent and persistent over time. What do I want to produce in my business? Here's the second question. What do I need to produce those results? So if you say, I want to have the largest number of followers on Instagram in my county of where I live or in my state, 
what does that mean? Like who has the largest current Instagram account in your county, your state? What are their number of followers? How many followers do they add every day, every week? Like you need to know what has got to happen on your part in order to produce the results that you're looking for. So if I want to write 52 ebooks in, in a year, and right now I'm on book one, I've got to write 4,000 words a day, five days out of the week. I have to edit on the sixth day and upload it on the sixth night. The, I, I know what I need to do to produce those results. And if I start to fall behind, then I can contingency plan and figure out what am I going to do to catch up? Because this is the basics of what I need to produce those 52 eBooks in a year. So the second question you want to ask on a daily basis is, what do I need to produce those results? Here's the third question you want to ask. What strategies am I afraid to try? See, this is an important question. Because when I look at my 2015 year, I noticed that I really, my marketing strategies, my branding strategies were very much in my comfort zone. They were the things that I'm comfortable doing. I really didn't step out of the box. I really didn't go for, you know, like massive daily action on strategies that I was afraid to try. I played it really safe and my results were also really safe. So this year, one of the questions that I'm asking myself on a daily basis is this, What strategies am I afraid to try? And I'm going to make myself try them first before I do the safe strategies. So if you take these three simple questions and at the beginning of the day you say, what do I want to produce in my business? Why do I, you know, what do I need to produce those results? You know, here's another question. I'm just going to kick in a kind of a a tangent to question number two. Why do I need to produce those results? Like the why is what drives us when we don't feel like taking action. The why is important. So what do I need to produce in my business? What do I need to produce those results? Like what specifically needs to be happening on a daily basis to produce those results? Why do I need to produce those results? Like why? Why is it important that I make $10,000 a month in business revenue? Why is it important that I write 52 books, ebooks in a year? Why? What is the why? Because when you don't feel like doing it and you don't feel like moving forward with it and you're not in the mood to take action, the why is what will keep you going. And then here's the other question. What strategies am I afraid to try? So every day I want you to ask yourself, what do I want to produce in my business? What do I need to do to produce those results? Why do I need to produce those results? And what strategies am I afraid to try? If you ask yourself that every morning and every night, it's going to drive your action. And your action is going to be going in the right direction because you are asking the right questions. Now, let me give you the bottom line of this episode because I want you looking at your 2016 business goals in a new way. You need to go for goals that are way bigger than you think you can achieve. I know, sounds crazy, right? Like if you already didn't get to all the goals that you wanted to last year, why would you go really, really big to set yourself up for disappointment? Because if you set safe goals last year and you didn't get there, the problem wasn't the goal. The problem was you had no motivation to achieve it because they were too safe for you. You need to go for goals way bigger, way bigger than you think you can achieve. Because even if you miss the mark of the way bigger goal, you're still further along in the achievement than you would have been if you'd set safe goals, which you probably won't achieve anyway, because they're safe and there's nothing momentum driven about them. So go for goals way bigger than you think you can achieve. Number two, create daily time to connect to your why. You know how I ask the question, why do you need to produce those results that you say you want to produce? 
You need some time, even five minutes in a day, just to get fired up about your why. You know, I call this the fire in the belly. Like if you're not spending a little time every single day just getting like, you know, when I think about my why, I'm saying to myself, there's this house I want to build. There's this piece of land I want to buy. This house is massive. It's beautiful. It's about 4,000 square feet. It's got a third floor loft that is going to be my office. Like just even saying that to you right now, I am feeling the fire in my belly. And and what we do a lot of the times in our businesses is we just go drive, drive, drive. Let me take action, 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 action. And then eventually we tire out because we're doing, we're knocking all of these things off the to-do list, Right. But we're not connected to the why as we do them. So the actions are lifeless. The actions are mundane. They're routine, but they're not driven by momentum and passion. The only way you keep your momentum and passion is to spend some time daily to get fired up about what you're producing in your life as a result of achieving these business goals. If it is a Lamborghini, like you need to just sit with that. If it is just freedom. You know, freedom is a core value for most entrepreneurs. If it is just the freedom to get up and say, you know, I think I'm going to go to Hawaii for a couple days and just get up and go to Hawaii. You don't have to ask anybody. You don't have to request any time off. Like spend some time on a daily basis connecting to your why. And then use the business strategies that you're most afraid to use. This is my challenge to myself this year. Like instead of doing, you know, writing a blog post, which, you know, I'm a writer, so that's easy. Or, you know, posting on Twitter or even Instagram because I'm a writer, that's easy. I'm going to start challenging myself to do things that I am afraid to do or uncomfortable doing, like YouTube videos, Periscope, webinars. You know, those are the things that although... I'm very good when I get into them. They're the things I think, oh, if I have to do a YouTube video, I got to do hair and makeup and script it and I got to edit the video. You know, all of these excuses. We need to get out of the excuse zone and we need to start focusing our attention on doing the business strategies first that we're most afraid to use. And so my challenge to you is really take a look at your 2016 business goals. Really look at them and say, is this what I want to produce in my business by December 31st, 2016? What would I need to do to produce those results by December 31st, 2016? Why? What's my why? Why do I want to produce those results by December 31st, 2016? And what strategies am I afraid to try? And how am I going to schedule my day to where I do the strategies I'm afraid to do first before any of the safe strategies get done? I'm doing the ones I'm afraid to do first. And if you do that, I'm telling you, we're going to be doing this together. I'm going to be afraid with you and we're going to be trying out stuff and just acting up in our businesses. If you do this, if you ask these four simple questions on a daily basis, if you really do the things you're afraid to do, you're going to see amazing results in your business. And the key to amazing results is not just simply doing the things that we talked about. It's doing them consistently, persistently over time, day in, day out. So I want you to remember a couple things. 2015 went by super quick, folks, super, super quick. It was like we blinked and it was gone. 2016 is going to go by just as fast. If you want to build the life that you want, the business that you love, the relationships that you love, the freedom and the independence that you crave, it's time to do things differently. You can't do what you've always done and expect different results. You won't get them. It's time to look at your business goals in a new way, in a different way, and operate from a very different place. Part of that is demanding way more from yourself than anybody else could ever demand from you. Part of that is going bigger. 
Going bigger, even if you didn't get to your goals last year, doesn't matter. Last year's gone. Go way bigger than you think you can achieve and connect with that why on a daily basis. And before you know it, you will be where you want to be. Now, let me leave you with a, a final thought from Warrior of the Light. Again, beautiful book by Paulo Coelho. So we talked about the rock, right? We talked about the the characteristics of a rock. In this particular passage, he talks about water. And, and this is what I want you to think about as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. As entrepreneurs, we need to behave like water. And so listen to this. The warrior of the light sometimes behaves like water, flowing around the obstacles he encounters. Occasionally, resistance might mean destruction. And so he adapts to the circumstances. He accepts without complaint that the stones in his path hinder his way through the mountains. Therein lies the strength of water. It cannot be touched by a hammer or ripped to shreds by a knife. The strongest sword in the world cannot scar its surface. The river adapts itself to whatever route proves possible, but the river never forgets its one objective, the sea. So fragile at its source, it gradually gathers the strength of the other rivers it encounters. And after a certain point... Its power is absolute. I love when he says, Therein lies the strength of water. It cannot be touched by a hammer or ripped to shreds by a knife. The strongest sword in the world cannot scar its surface. But then he says, The river adapts itself to whatever route proves possible, but the river never forgets its one objective, the sea. So fragile at its source, it gradually gathers the strength of the other rivers it encounters. And after a certain point, its power is absolute. As entrepreneurs, we've got to adapt to whatever route proves possible. We can't be overcommitted to strategies just because we like them. We have to be able to flow and flex and move like the water and have the strength of the water. And at the same time, we have to know, keep our minds very focused on what the objective is, what the end goal is, what needs to happen to get there. We've got to be so laser focused, even as we're flexing and we're flowing, so that after a certain point, just like Paulo Coelho says in this book, after a certain point, our power is absolute. It's absolute. If you keep your focus, if you take consistent, persistent daily action, if you don't get sidetracked by, you know, shiny object syndrome and the next project and the next idea, if you just keep your mind made up that, A, you're setting goals bigger than you think you can achieve, B, you can achieve them, and C, you connect to your why on a daily basis, you start to go, this is going to happen, and I don't know how, and I don't know when, but I'm going to be here until it does. I'm going to be here until it does. It is done as far as I'm concerned. And when you get your mind right, like that, you become unstoppable. As Paulo Coelho said, your power is absolute. And who doesn't want absolute power, right? Who doesn't want it? So I say all of that to say, thank you for listening to this episode. It has been amazing. It's the first She Runs the Show episode in 2016. Again, I I enjoy doing this podcast. I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to be with you. If you have questions for me, feel free to send me an email, info at CassandraVaughn.com. That's I-N-F-O at K-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-V-A-U-G-H-N.com. Oh, and I will have to, one of these episodes, give you an update on my prep for my fitness competition, uh, as well as a few other things going on in my life. But that's not this episode. So stay tuned. I will certainly give you a, a fitness competition update in email ebook update and some other things on a future episode. Thank you guys. I'll talk to you in another episode. <laughs>